This is the Ed Marlin Show. Welcome back to Max Out, everybody. I'm Ed Milet, and today we're going to talk about patterns. Yes, every human being is almost runs like a software program in their mind, and they run these patterns of behavior, patterns of thoughts, patterns of words, patterns of performance. And most of these patterns run in our lives without us being conscious of them. And they steal from us our ability to be happier, to be more joyful, to produce at the highest levels, to engage with people the right way. And they create for us oftentimes in our life a disconnect between what our beliefs are and actually how we behave. We call that cognitive dissonance oftentimes where we believe one thing but we often behave differently. And that's because sometimes our patterns can even override our thoughts. And oftentimes in life, if we can just become conscious that we do have these patterns, we begin to evaluate them and be aware of them. We can identify them when they rear their head and we can overcome them. We can create new patterns that serve us. And so the first thing I'm here to tell you today is that you do run a series of patterns in your life. You have a pattern of behavior. You have a pattern of producing results. There's certain stimulus that cause these patterns to happen for you. And unless you begin to evaluate them and be aware of them when they happen, these patterns begin to really take control of our lives. For some of you, even as I say this, you're nodding your head in awareness. You're sort of aware. I fall into these patterns of when something happens, I begin to think a certain way, which creates another thought and another behavior, and I find myself running this same story again. Or if I get into a disagreement with somebody, a pattern kicks in. Or if I have a failure, a pattern kicks in. If I have a success, a pattern kicks in. And so if we can become aware of these things, it's a breakthrough in our lives. I think today could be one of the more powerful programs I've ever brought to you. It's just becoming aware of what some of these patterns are. Now before we get into those, I want to talk a little bit about what you really want. You know, often in life, just choosing the emotions we want. We've talked in a lot of my programs about the caliber of our life has everything to do with the caliber of the emotions we experience on a regular level. We are our emotions. And so the first thing I'd ask you to do is to start to use the power of choice in your life. Yes, you get to choose your life. You get to choose how you feel, not other people. There's these illusions in life. We really can't control anything other than our own thoughts, our own behavior, our own patterns. We can't control what other people do, say, or think. And it's this illusion of control, oftentimes, that we can somehow manipulate other people or manipulate situations that cause us to fall into these patterns. But what we do have the power of in life is we have the power to choose. And I say this to you because I'm somebody just like you. I struggle with the different patterns I have. Some of them serve me, some of them don't. I sometimes engage in thoughts that don't create the right emotions for me that don't serve me. I know what it's like to be frustrated and angry and depressed and down and lost and fearful and worried. Worry's a big one for me. I love to fall into the pattern of worry when certain circumstances begin to happen. It creates a trigger and a pattern in me. And man, do I love to worry. And so I give you these tools and resources because these are things I too struggle with. I've been able to overcome them by just being aware and choosing. And so the first thing is the power of choice. Finish this sentence for me. I choose to be blissful rather than blank. I choose to be blissful rather than blank. What would your answer be? One of the emotions I challenge you to experience more of in life is bliss. You know, we are the calibration of maybe the five emotions we experience on a regular basis. 
And so if you're experiencing depression, frustration, worry, fear, anxiety, pain on a regular basis, you're gonna have one life. If you're experiencing bliss and fulfillment and ecstasy and joy in, a, in your life and, and contribution, recognition and significance, if you're experiencing love, you experience those emotions, you have a totally different life. We have the power to choose which emotions we want to experience. And so I love the emotion of bliss. I love the word bliss, as you know. I have an audio that's out called Blissful Dissatisfaction that's a critically acclaimed and highly downloaded audio and video on being both blissfully dissatisfied, dissatisfied and desiring for more, but in a current state of bliss. I love the word bliss because of its definition. Its definition in Webster's is perfect happiness or joy. I love that. Webster's also says some of the synonyms for bliss are joy, pleasure, ecstasy, delight, happiness, euphoria, heaven, paradise, cloud nine, utopia, Eden. These are all synonyms for the word bliss. I like how all of those sound. Those are the noun versions in the dictionary of bliss. The verb, the action of being blissful, according to the dictionary is, to reach a state of perfect happiness, typically as to be oblivious to everything else. Wouldn't that be amazing to be in perfect happiness and be oblivious to everything else? That's the verb or the action of being blissful. And the antonym, according to Webster's, to bliss is misery. And the last thing we want to be is feeling misery. So it's the antithesis of misery. So I choose to be blissful rather than what? What if you could choose every day to be blissful? But oftentimes, we don't choose to be blissful because we choose to be right. We choose to win. We choose to be significant. We choose to be in control. We make choices to try to experience other emotions. And by the way, all of these other emotions are typically outside of our control. Winning is outside of our control. Dominating is outside of our control. All of these things are something we can't control and we choose them over bliss. But what if you just made a conscious decision right now? I choose bliss. I choose to be blissful rather than blank. And it's being aware of the other things you choose so that you can be conscious when you go to choose those things, you go for bliss instead. And by the way, not making a choice is a choice. A non-decision is a decision. If you don't choose consciously to begin to experience the emotions you want, okay? For me, bliss is very important. Joy is very important. Peace is very important. Contribution is very important. Connection is very important. What are the five emotions that if you could choose them, you'd experience on a regular basis? Just take an inventory of that. You don't have to be perfect. They may change, there may be eight, but what are five ones right now? Say them out loud to yourself. What are the five ones you'd want? Is it love, is it ecstasy, is it joy, is it passion? Is it intensity? Is it focus? Is it peace? Is it faith? What are the emotions you would choose? If you could choose five emotions and begin to tell yourself, I choose to feel blank rather than this. And when you just begin to become conscious of that choice, you've already moved ahead of 99.9% .9 of the world who just responds and reacts and goes into pattern mode all the time. So just choosing gives you an advantage. And by the way, once again, not choosing is a choice. You've decided to go into your pattern. You've decided to let other people dictate to you your emotions. You've decided you have no control over your life by not choosing. So choose, I'd rather be blissful than blank. I'd rather be joyful than blank. I'd rather have ecstasy than blank. What do you choose rather than? 
So now let's discuss these patterns for a second. Why do we have these patterns? You have patterns because they serve you. There's a payoff to every pattern. And by the way, you say, well, no, because you know, one of my patterns is I slip into worry and then I'm completely unhappy. How's that a payoff for me? It's a payoff for you because it's predictable. It's become your home. And so you don't have any pattern that doesn't give you a payoff. Well, no, because when I, things don't go my way, I become combative, I become argumentative, that's my pattern. Then I get in a disagreement in my relationship and then I say things I don't mean. How's there a payoff there for me? There's a payoff because it gets you what you want. Even though you don't know it, it gets you out of the conversation. It gets you maybe to avoid your own responsibility. It gives you the disconnect that somehow you're more comfortable with than dealing with the problem. But I promise you, every pattern you have, both healthy and unhealthy, you have them because there's a payoff for you. So the key to a happier life, the key to a more successful life, is to evaluate our patterns. And when we see them happening, begin to step outside of them and create new ones that serve us. And so what are some of the patterns you have, for example, that don't serve you? So for example, when a difficult situation arises, what is your pattern? What pattern mode do you go into? Do you become more resourceful, more focused, or do you become more fearful, worried, and you begin to make excuses? When you get into a disagreement with a loved one, what is your pattern typically? Do you become more combative? Do you listen less and talk more? Does the pattern begin, you understand what I'm saying. Do you begin to run this program that you run in such a way that it puts you in a state you don't wanna be in? When adversity strikes, when someone puts you down, when there's a hater, what pattern mode do you typically kick into? Do you start to repeat other negative thoughts? Do you replay videos in your mind of other people who have also said negative things to you in the past? Or other thoughts you have about yourself that are loathsome and you begin to stack these thoughts. Oftentimes, one person says something to us negative and it creates this pattern we run, doesn't it? When we begin to think of another embarrassing moment, another person who saw something negative, we begin to create other negative thoughts about ourselves to stack it. And you say, how's there a payoff for me in that? Because it's what you're used to. It pays you off by reassuring you, you're right, you're a loser. You're right, you're not gonna win. There's a payoff because guess what? Now you don't have to do the real work because you were never won anyway because you're this terribly unprepared person. So that's your payoff. And so you have these patterns, don't you? Now some people, their pattern kicks into winning. When someone puts them down, they start to buck up. They start to get resourceful. They start to feed themselves positive thoughts. They, they're aware that that's there and they begin to go into a hyper-productive, positive emotion mode. Yes, they do, believe it or not. When adversity strikes for some people, they go into a fearful mode. They begin to think about all the things that could go worse and worse and worse and they depress themselves. And that pattern creates the very situations you fear. The same is true when we're successful. Sometimes, some people, when they become successful, they go into a pattern when they begin to sabotage themselves and slow down and stop the behaviors that got them there. They begin to believe their own press clippings, that they've arrived, they don't have to do the work they used to do. Maybe they begin to fall into patterns where they get their relationships out of sorts and that's their pattern. Life starts to go well in business. My pattern is every time life goes well in business, I start having issues in my personal life and they sabotage the business success with their personal life. And that's a pattern they run. If it's happened more than once to you, it's not coincidental, it's a pattern. In my fitness life, you may say, every time I start to get super fit, it seems then I get ill, then I don't go to the gym for a week, then I start eating poorly, and I'm back to where I was. If it's happened more than once, it's a pattern. 
right? And so begin to evaluate these patterns you have that don't serve you and simply begin to choose to create new patterns, more empowering patterns, patterns that give you the emotions and the results you want to have in your life. You will be amazed at how many patterns you have. Your response to adversity, fear, success, mediocrity, criticism, strife in a relationship, your nutrition, your faith, all of the different patterns you run. There is such power in beginning to separate and identify these patterns when they begin to repeat. Even as I'm saying it, I can feel you nodding your head. My gosh, I do have a pattern when I'm successful. Every time I climb up a little bit, I start this pattern where I sabotage or I start to believe too much or my relationships go sideways. Every time I start to get more fit, I, certain, I somehow get ill or I somehow miss a day at the gym or that's the day my car breaks down. Every time I have a pattern where I accumulate more money, I fall into this pattern where I save, 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 and then I spend it all on something I shouldn't. Or then I do something with money I shouldn't have. Or it seems like every time, then a repair comes up or something with my kids. You're falling into these patterns. There's massive power in beginning to understand that's not who you are. I've done enough training with you. If you haven't listened to my previous work, please go back and listen to it. You are not your possessions. You are not your accomplishments. You are not what other people say you are. You are not what you look like. And guess what else you're not? You are not your patterns, but your life becomes a combination and a result of your patterns. The great thing about us is that we can change these patterns if we identify them. The pattern has no power over you once you know it's a program and a pattern running. The minute you start, you go, My, I'm doing it again, aren't I? I'm doing this thing I do every time I accumulate money. I'm doing the same thing every time me and my spouse get in a disagreement. I'm doing the same thing every time I'm starting to feel loved by somebody and I push them away. Every time things start to go bad financially, I spiral. Every time there's adversity, I do the same pattern where I start worrying. Every time I get fit, I do the same pattern. When you begin to see these things, you begin to go, my gosh, this isn't who I am. That's not your identity. There's a difference between your identity and your pattern. And the more you begin to build your identity, as I've talked about in my other audios, and be aware of patterns, and then simply ask yourself, when this comes up again in the future, what pattern would serve me? What pattern can I take control of? What would be the steps I need to take that will create the bliss I want, or the win I want, or the production I want? What would the pattern need to be? The pattern immediately, by the way, stops when you identify it. The pattern only hurts you when it runs unconsciously. The pattern loses all its power over you once you see it. It's gone. It can't continue to run once you're aware of it. Because all of a sudden you're like, I know what I'm doing, here I go. And you can begin to identify it and make a shift. So this is so critical. Start to ask yourself, am I running one of these patterns? What are some of the ones I typically do that serve me? And what are the ones that don't serve me? And what we do in our life is we compare too much. And so remember this, you're working on your identity, okay? Everybody wears what I would call like a mask, a public mask, or even a social mask. It's the person they present themselves to be. You do it too, I do it as well. It's the person everybody thinks we are. And so it's the person we reveal to the public. It's not whom we really are. It's not our real thoughts, our real behaviors, our real hope. Everybody wears this public mask or this social mask, I call it, where they're, it's who they want everybody to think they are. It's the best put version of themselves. And if you're not careful, you begin to compare your own real identity with other people's public mask. And this begins to create a pattern for you. 
Don't compare yourself. Most of the people you see on social media or even in your personal life, or even when you go to lunch with them or see them at work, they're wearing what I would call a public mask. It's the best possible version that they can put out to themselves. And oftentimes what we do in life is we compare our real identity that we're working on and we're growing to their mask. And that's not fair to ourselves at all. Any comparison doesn't serve us. And it's oftentimes this comparison, when you're in a disagreement with somebody, it's the mask they're wearing compared to the identity you have, and then you begin to run a pattern to respond to it. It happens in, in fitness, in relationships, in money, and in business. Remember, you're in charge of controlling your own identity and growing your own identity and being aware of the patterns you have that do and do not serve you. Not comparing yourself to someone else's public representative. It's just the representative they're putting out there. It's not who they really are. And it's not something that you need to be aware of because it's not something you can control. The more you can begin to delineate in life between things I can control and I cannot control would be to the extent that you're more productive and you're happier. You can control your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own identity, and your own patterns, not other people's. So speaking of these payoffs we talked about earlier, how can you begin to get the payoff you want from the new empowering pattern? And so a couple questions I want you to ask yourself today because we do want more bliss. Since that's my word, I'm assuming you want more bliss after you've heard all the synonyms and I know you want the antithesis to misery. So assuming you want more bliss in your life, decide to have it and take some actions towards getting it. So let me ask you a question. What are you doing currently to create more bliss in your life? What are the actions you're taking to give yourself more bliss. You are intentionally seeking more bliss because bliss is gonna lead to more wealth, more abundance, more fitness, more faith, better relationships, more happiness, more peace, more wins, more success, more recognition, more significance. So what are you consciously doing now that you've chosen bliss, what is the consistent action you're taking to create more in your life? What are you doing to give yourself bliss? Is it acknowledging victories you have? Is it giving gifts to other people of your belief and your hope? Is it lifting other people up? Is it taking a bath, getting a massage, taking a walk, going for a workout, winning, achieving, knocking goals off your list? What are the things you're doing to create bliss in your own life, number one? Number two question I have for you. What are you doing to intentionally create bliss in the lives of the people that you care about? Because this is the pathway to getting more of it ourselves. The more we begin to give other people bliss, the more we begin to consciously make choices that give bliss to other people in their lives, the more we begin to experience it in abundance ourselves. So what are you doing to help other people win? Other people contribute. Other people get significance and recognition. Other people have more peace and ecstasy and joy and passion in their lives. Because once you begin to create it for other people, when you're intentional about it, you'll have more of it yourself. These are the patterns that I'd like to see kick in for you. That when they kick in, you begin to run a pattern and a program that leads you to bliss, leads you to a win, leads you to increase, and also leads to it with someone in your life. That if you do have a conflict with somebody, that you run a pattern that eventually leads. Maybe it's understanding them. Maybe it's confronting them. Maybe it's talking about it. It's not always when you're in a disagreement that you lead to a win. That you must win this. That you must overcome the fact that they think this of you. What if you were consciously choosing every time you got into a disagreement with your spouse? This will eventually lead to more bliss. 
At least that was your outcome. Now the steps you take, it's probably gonna be ugly in the beginning. You're probably gonna have to some understanding. You may not even agree on everything, but if your intention is that it leads to bliss rather than you winning, rather than you controlling them, rather than you making it go away, rather than you running a pattern, if when you're beginning to succeed in business, if your outcome is more bliss, more winning, you'll run a pattern that does more of that. If in your fitness you're getting fit past where you've ever been before and you're making a conscious decision, how can I get more bliss out of my fitness rather than running this other pattern of sabotage? See, the circumstances may be the same. There may be some ugly patches but you're now consciously choosing to run a program and a pattern that leads you to bliss, to victory, to the win, to fulfillment, whatever the emotion is you choose, just making that choice gets you there, gets you closer to it, makes it an outcome. We are not as human beings doing enough conscious choosing of what we want in our lives. So what are you doing to create bliss in your own life? What are you doing to create bliss in other people's lives? And how blissful are you to be around? Just ask yourself that too. How blissful am I to be around? How joyful am I to be around? How much are people winning when they're around me? Whatever the emotion is you choose, how much of that do people experience when they're around me? People are great now, because there's all this stuff in personal development about choosing to win, choosing your outcome, choosing your schedule, choosing your habits. I'm the master of teaching this. Go back through my content. Nobody puts out more specific content in teaching people the tools of how to choose the right habits, the right rituals, the right thinking, programming your brain. I do that at a level far beyond anybody out there. I'm not one of these influencers who just repeats you know, mindless memes all the time, or I don't repeat the same sayings over and over again. I don't just tell you very basic things you could read in any book or go to any seminar. I go very deep, very tactical, very strategic. But having said all of that, no one's talking about choosing the intentional emotion we want, which is why we do all this stuff in the first place. So that when the stimulus happens, the win or the loss, the adversity or the success, the disagreement or the tragedy, consciously choosing in that moment to chase bliss anyway, that it may be a while till I get to it, but this pattern I'm going to run, the choices I will make, the decisions I choose, even though there may be some bumps between there, the end result is gonna be more bliss. Choosing that emotion as your outcome. And remember, not choosing it is a choice. You've chosen to let an unconscious pattern run, and you know where that's gotten you. It's gotten to where you are right now listening to this. Whatever it is, good, bad, or indifferent in your life, your current level of happiness, of joy, of success, of fulfillment is exactly what you think you deserve. It's exactly what you think you're worth. It's a hard thing to accept, but in our lives, we are getting out of our life right now exactly what we believe we're worthy of, exactly what we think we deserve. Our life is a direct reflection of our identity which is the thoughts, concepts, beliefs, values, and worth we hold true to be about ourselves. And so as hard as it is to accept, we're getting out of life right now what we believe we're worth. And we believe we're worth it because of these patterns and our identity and our lack of choosing to have what we want. Not just the material things, not just the body fat, not just the body weight, not just the amount of money, not just having the relationship, but choosing the emotion we want. The level above all this stuff I discuss, and the level way down here where the people discover the basic stuff, then there's what I've been covering. The highest level is to choose the emotions we want to experience and to begin to run patterns that serve us and eliminate the ones who move us further from them. 
final thing I want you to ask yourself today is we're talking a lot about these choices. I want you to evaluate for a second what these patterns are you're running and when they begin to rear their head, just identify them and begin to make decisions and choices that create a new pattern. It's as simple as it is. It's not that complicated. You've fallen into these patterns because there's a payoff. And so as long as you begin to identify it when it's happening and you begin to create a new pattern that leads you to the choice you've chosen, which is the emotion you want. See, because these patterns you run that don't get you there, the minute you choose the emotion you want, you, you're conscious about it and intentional, you can't run this pattern once you identify it. And the power of choice is critical in our lives. I want you to think about something right now. What are five of the most important choices you've made in your life? Just think about that for a second. Begin to list them off in your head. Five of the most important choices you've made in your life. Maybe it was a decision to get involved in a particular business or to leave a particular business. Maybe it was a decision to get involved with a particular person or to become uninvolved with a particular person. Maybe it was a friend that you chose to walk across the room and meet and it changed your life. Maybe it was a friend that you had to walk away from in order to improve your life. What are the five most important choices of your life? Just think about them for a second. And if you altered those five choices, good, bad, or indifferent, how different would your life be today? Because I'm a believer that there's everyday choices we make that when you stack them up, they make a massive difference in our life. But I'm also a believer that there are between five and 10, a handful of moments in everybody's life that if we make the proper choices in those moments, the complete trajectory of our life changes. And I think as you just asked yourself that question, you may say there haven't been five, there's been two. What were they? And how'd they alter the direction of your life? Good, bad, or indifferent. A uh, lady that picked me up a few weeks ago, uh, an Uber driver, wonderful woman, and, but she was an older lady and I, it was late at night when she picked me up and I, um, I asked her why she was doing what she was doing. It wasn't that she was driving for Uber because that's a choice and I have a lot of friends that do it, that love it, it's extra money, they've done it in retirement, but I just had a sense that maybe she hadn't chosen it because she was complaining about her back and that she had had back surgery. I thought, that's an interesting choice to be driving at 11 o'clock at night and her back was sore. And she shared with me that she um, had chosen to leave a spouse earlier in her life that she wished she'd have stayed with. And that it was a choice that altered the whole direction of her life. And I said, well, how did it alter the direction of your life? And she says, well, my, my ex, um, I moved away from my ex and my son wasn't around his father very much. And I, she said, I had no idea how that choice would impact him. But um, she said, the reason that I'm driving here and I moved is I lost my home. And I lost my home because my 18-year-old son one night chose to have a couple drinks. And he had had three drinks at our house and I was at work. And my son chose to take the car out of the driveway. And he chose to drive. And two blocks from our house, he hit a family and killed somebody while drinking and driving. My son was a good boy. He had always got good grades. And he made the choice to do that that night, and he's in prison. He's serving eight years in prison. And I lost my home over the legal expenses, and we've moved to Las Vegas, and now I drive Uber because that's what I've got to do just to support my family. And she, it made me think, you know, she said, the choice to leave my husband really affected my son. And I thought, yeah, the choice your son made really affected his life. Those were two life choices that both of them made that altered the direction of both of their lives. His choice, that good boy, made one choice that altered the direction of his life.
And I think if you evaluate, there may not be something that dramatic, but there's been probably five choices if you're my age, if you're in your 40s. There's probably been five major choices of your life. Maybe it's who you decided to marry or not marry, a relationship you got in or out of, a business you started or didn't start, something you left or began, a friend, a house you bought or didn't buy, an investment you did or didn't make, you know, a decision you made in your fitness one way or the other. Maybe it's um, stopping using alcohol or using too much alcohol. The first time you tried a drug that you're now addicted to. I don't know what those choices are, but those handful of choices alter the direction of your life. And I want you to begin to become conscious of choosing the emotions you want because they will alter the choices you make every single day in the small choices. They will also alter the decisions you make on the five big ones in your life. If you're very clear about the emotions you want to experience, if you're very clear on the person you are as you build your identity, if you have those two things wired, I'm clear about the emotions I want to experience and I'm clear about who I am and my identity and my worth and what I'm worthy of and what I deserve, they will guide you in making the right choices in the small ones and the big ones. They will guide you towards the right patterns. The answer to changing these patterns, the answer to making the right choices is perfect and specific clarity on the emotions we want to have in our life on a regular basis and on who we are in our identity so that we produce the lives we believe we deserve that we're worthy of. They will be your compass in making the small and big choices. They will help guide the patterns. If you're somebody who's addicted to being blissful and happy and you begin to run a pattern and program that you know doesn't lead you there, it sort of blows it up. It's like a virus in the program. You'll be aware and you can't run it. You begin to choose to create new patterns. If you've got an identity of somebody who's worthy of great relationships and abundance and success and peace and fitness and health, and all of the great things, if that's your identity, you won't be able to run patterns that lead you in this place on a regular basis. There is something called cognitive dissonance, which is when we begin to behave in a way that's not consistent with our thoughts. And the antidote to that is both of these things combined. It's the ability to begin to choose consciously the emotions we want combined with our identity. When you're conscious of choosing the emotions you want to experience and you're completely conscious of choosing who you are and what you're worthy of deserving, you have to act in congruence with both of those combined. One missing from the other can cause us to make poor choices. Both of them missing is a choice not to choose and will lead us into pain and mediocrity, worry, fear, and all the emotions we don't want. Having one of them in place will guide you to a decent destination. But when you have both combined, the identity and the choosing, the conscious intentions for the emotions you want, you begin to have great choices being made in your life on a very regular basis. Not every day, not every time, not every moment, but enough of the time where you make progress towards your dreams, progress towards the man or woman you're capable of becoming. And when you have the combination of these two things, these patterns begin to change. We begin to replace them. So I'd ask yourself today, what are the patterns you're running that don't serve you? Begin to be aware of those patterns. Know who your real identity is. Get conscious of choosing bliss over blank. See those patterns when they're happening. Interrupt them. Continue to work on your identity. These two things combined, I think are the critical components to making the decisions and the choices in our life. That when we look back, I don't want you to end up in your 80s or 90s and regret the choices you made. I want you to go back, I put it through what I call the rocking chair test, that someday for all of you who I love so much, who I believe in so much, I want that rocking chair test for you 
for you to pass it. And that is, I'm proud of the choices I made. My life wasn't perfect. I made some mistakes, but I chose the emotions I wanted. I worked on my identity. I created patterns that empowered me and the people around me. And you know what? By and large, I'm proud of the choices I made in my life. I'm proud of the man or woman I've become. That's how we know we've had a great life. I don't want you to be in that rocking chair someday and regret the choices you made, regret the patterns you ran, and that you just unconsciously went through your life without choosing the direction of it, choosing the decisions, choosing the emotions, choosing to be the man or woman you're worthy of, choosing the life you deserve. The final piece of the puzzle today is, what are the three to five choices you must make in order to create the life you want? Right now, what are the choices you must make, the big ones, the people that need to be in your life or out of your life, the patterns you will no longer run again, the choice perhaps to work on your identity like you never have before. Evaluate what the three to five decisions are you've made so far in your life that have taken you a certain direction, or what are the three to five you need to make in order to change your life and take it in the direction you want. These patterns will lose their power over you. Your identity and your conscious choice will begin to take charge, and I know you're gonna have more happiness and produce more results and have a much better life, and that's what I wish for you. So I have a funny feeling that today impacted you on a deep level because we all have these patterns we need to look at. We all need to consciously choose the emotions we want, and I have a feeling that it made a difference in your life. If I'm right about it, please share the program, it's free. And as many of you tell me all the time, you've paid thousands of dollars to go to seminars and different programs of people and only to have my free content delivered for you in a more detailed and impactful way than you got even at these seminars. I do this every week for you to try to give you strategies and tactics and thoughts and hopefully inspiration as well that just helps impact your life just a little bit every single day. That's my calling, that's my mission. I hope today fulfilled that even just a little bit for many of you. If it did, please share the program. That's all I ask. I want more people to hear and watch this. I also want to engage with you closer. I want to know more about you. I'm building a community in what we call the Max Out universe. And so in order to do that, every day I run the Max Out two-minute drill on Instagram. I make a post in my main feed every day. If you make a comment within the first two minutes with hashtag Max Out, you're enrolled in a drawing every day. We pick a winner every day for people that comment on my main post with hashtag Max Out within the first two minutes, which means your notifications need to be turned on. And if they're turned on, every day we pick a daily winner. Those winners get coaching calls with me, max out gear, autographed copy of my book. I'm gonna do one soon where they're gonna fly on my jet with me. It's a really cool thing I do to engage with my audience. I learn more about you, your, your issues, your thoughts, your hopes, your inspirations. I read every comment every day. It takes a while, there are thousands of them now, but I do read them. And then also, if you miss the first two minutes, which you don't want to, but if you do, as long as you make a comment on every post every day, at the end of the week, we add up all the people who just commented regardless of the time doesn't matter when, and we pick a winner from that group as well. The point is, turn your notifications on, follow me on Instagram, make a comment within the first two minutes with hashtag MaxOut. If you miss the first two minutes, make a comment anytime, and if you do it every day, we'll pick a winner from that group as well. I hope today blessed you. I know you're focused on maxing out your life, and I'm here to help you do it. God bless you. This is The Ed Marlin Show.